Are you ready to turn your potential into performance? If so, you're in the right place. This is the Coach Brew Show, and here's your host, John Brubaker. Welcome to the Coach Brew Show Performance Report, episode number 503. A different article and podcast every single week for the past 10 years. And if you're keeping score at home, that is 503 articles and podcasts to date. It may seem like I do this for you. And while, yes, technically, um, this is for you, ultimately, I produce this each week for me, too. Now, my wife asks me all the time. Hey, I'm right. I'm right here. Why don't you just let me ask you? Okay. So my wife likes to ask me something all the time, and I'm just going to let her rip the mic out of my hands and tell you what she likes to ask me. So why do you do this? Why do you write a new article every single week? Some of them are topical, like to the date, Thanksgiving, March Madness. You could just repurpose the same one every Thanksgiving and your work would be a whole lot easier. Technically, yes, it would be easier. And thank you, honey. Um, But the answer is simple. It's because I don't want to be one of those authors who just writes one book and repurposes the same bits and pieces of it in their newsletter year after year. I also don't want to be one of those speakers who delivers the same exact tired old canned speech over and over again for years, no matter how good it might be. Or worse yet, be one of those authors who writes essentially the same book with the same message, but with a slightly different characters in a different setting and slaps a slightly different cover on it every year or two. I want to write a better newsletter and produce a better podcast every single week. I want to deliver a better speech and write a better book each time I do those things as well. I want to evolve, grow, and become the best possible author and speaker I can. Why? Because we each exist in one of three possible states. Growing, plateauing, and deteriorating. If you're not learning, creating, and stimulating your brain on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis, you've plateaued. And plateaus inevitably lead to deterioration. The top performing companies I work with get this. They reward their employees with ongoing training and coaching. They don't use it as an occasional or a punitive measure only when performance drops. I think the great American philosopher, Ray Kroc, founder of McDonald's, said it best when he said, you're either green and growing or ripe and rotting. Ripe and rotting is the last thing I ever want happening to me or you. It's the same reason I hire coaches to coach me. Yes, coaches have coaches. Some of us. It blows my mind that many of my peers who call themselves coaches have never actually invested in coaching for themselves. Do they think they were born with all the answers? Furthermore, how much can they really believe in what they do? if they don't actually invest in it for themselves. Now, there are four factors behind why I do what I do that you can apply to your work. Number one, discipline. If I only wrote when I felt like it, I wouldn't write very often, 
And if I didn't write very often, my writing would suck. Plain and simple. The same holds true for everyone who gets good at anything. It's the difference between an amateur and a professional in any industry. Professionals go to work whether they feel like it or not. Now, Mrs. Coach Brew, who you heard a moment ago on the podcast, already stepped out of the studio, but I want to brag about her for a minute. My wife is the consummate professional. She's a physician and shows up at her office every single day for work, no matter how bad she feels herself. Earlier this year, she didn't feel real well. She was sick as a dog, and I had to convince her to take a sick day. It was the first time in at least seven years that she's ever done that, and I count. Meanwhile, uh, you know, I get one of those man colds, and I'm in bed for days on end. So I just want to brag about her. Like, that's what a professional does. They stand and deliver whether they feel 100% or not. They still give 100% of what they have. So there's that discipline. And number two is experimentation. Don't be afraid to try new things, but be very afraid of staying the same. Entrepreneurship is essentially a series of experiments when you get right down to it. There's no course in school that teaches you how to be an entrepreneur. Heck, most institutions don't even teach leadership, at least not formally. You've got to participate in sports or other extracurriculars to get that course. Both entrepreneurship and sports involve experimentation, a certain amount of trial and error. And as a result, a healthy dose of failure and humility comes with that. So experimenting forces you to learn how to bounce back from failure. And failure is a great teacher. It provides you with the motivation to do things differently. Number three, third factor is self-imposed pressure. The commitment to create new content each week and never give the same speech twice, never repurpose the same old tired old article or podcast, puts a healthy amount of self-imposed pressure on me. I view pressure as a positive thing, though. The pressure of doing this every week motivates me to work harder and deliver better. It should do the same for you. It's pressure to get better, pressure to outdo what you've already done, pressure to consistently deliver to the maximum of your ability. Self-imposed pressure makes me uncomfortable, and that's a good thing. I want pressure and I seek it out because it's under pressure that you learn more about yourself. The worst thing you can do is allow yourself to become comfortable. Comfort breeds complacency. Remember the saying, no pressure, no diamonds. The fourth factor, continuous improvement. You're not who you were a year ago, a month ago, or even a week ago. Think about that. That's precisely why your work should have, should evolve and reflect that, reflect who you are now. By reinventing yourself and your work on an ongoing basis, you up your game and you force yourself to evolve. It, you literally set up some conditions which make it impossible for you to stay the same. There's a challenge to not repeating content for me. 
it forces me to find fresh pers- for me to find fresh perspectives and new ideas. You can create that same challenge for yourself in your work. What it does is it creates this void for me every single week. But that same void forces me to rise to the occasion and produce content that's written from the heart and comes straight from the pages of my life. It's my belief that every piece of content I produce makes me better. And that's why I produce new content every week. It's the same reason you should be evolving, reinventing yourself, experimenting in your role in your industry every single week. Bottom line is, regardless of your profession, high performance is about doing the best work you can, staying at the bleeding edge of your ability. I want what I do to keep getting better every single time. And you should too. Why do you do what you do with consistency? Is it out of comfort? Or is it for a good reason to advance your work? That's the question you need to ask yourself. You're listening to the Coach Brew Podcast. This has been Performance Report episode number 503. I want to remind you, if you want to get some more resources, you can go to coachbrew.com, coachbru.com. And if you found this to be valuable, please feel free to share it up with friends, colleagues, people you know who could benefit from the message. Remember, we're either green and growing or ripe and rotting. We'll catch you next week right here on the Coach Brew Podcast. Until then, make it a great week. Thanks for listening to the Coach Brew Show. If you're not currently subscribed to the podcast, sign up now on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. And for more information to turn your potential into performance head on over to coachbrew.com now.